How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Big show serving up hot and fresh here on The Fan. Top of the hour brought to you by True Green. Times are challenging right now in Milwaukee, but True Green knows the grass will get greener. Call 866-967-7012 or go to truegreen.com slash radio to save 50% on your spring application. True Green will take care of your lawn. You take care of you. And I just found out that True Green will be at my house coming up tomorrow between 11 a.m. and 4 p.m. doing my spring application on the grass at our house tomorrow. Very, very excited. By the time I get home from work, the first application from True Green will be put down on the grass. And uh, that means my grass will be finally trying to get back to the shape that it should have been in uh, last year, Gary. Always exciting. Always, yeah, it always, is always exciting. Well, it is always exciting. I mean, I've been having... True green at my house for the last 25 years. And it, you just said it and forget it, Steve. You don't even know that they're there. They were pricing safer at home before safer at home was a thing. Yeah, you're right about that. They, they, do they, they put the little sign in your yard or whatever, right, yeah, that says that they it. were there, right? That's it. They may put a little something <laughs> in your door, let you know what they put down, they keep it moving. And they keep on going to the next house. Uh, they mm-hmm. are busy, and they just want to make busy. everybody's lawn look beautiful. That's really all True Green is about. Green, green, green right on up, right. Steve. Uh, great people there. Hey, I also don't want to miss, and we'll get to David Bakhtiari here shortly, but I don't want to miss uh, this opportunity, wow. too. Uh, today is National Nurse Day, Leroy. Yeah, um, and, and can't say enough uh, about uh, nurses around the country and all the frontline workers uh, involved in, in dealing with day-to-day stuff, just on a normal day-to-day uh, situation, but then on top of that, you throw in this COVID-19 pandemic, and it goes to a whole nother uh, level. My mom was a nurse for a long time. She worked in ICU. Uh, my sister was a candy striper. I, uh, if you can remember that or not, that's long way back. That when you were kind of like an intern, basically. I used to have to walk her mm-hmm. to the uh, hospital to learn things. And a good friend of mine, Fran, uh, friends of autism, she's a a nurse and uh, over at uh, Freighter. And so we know tons of these people, but I'm gonna tell you, they put their lives on the line every single day now, and we appreciate that. We really do, because they have families as well. Some of them are quarantined away from their family just to help people that they do not know. To me, that's a heroic effort. 
A lot of people don't realize that some of these frontline workers, like you said, are quarantined. Some of them are yes. staying up, being put yes. up in hotel rooms or whatever the yes. case may be while they work through this uh, because they don't want to risk putting their families in danger of, of you know, possibly being uh, put in danger of the COVID-19. Because, again, you just don't know if you're a carrier or not at this point. Right. And you should be they should be getting hazard pay. They should be tested. They should do everything we need for them to do their jobs. And I, I mean, it's just, just the same thing. So I'm glad to know it's uh, nurses. It should be nurses day every day. But again, just having one day is pretty good. So I'm excited. And nurses are important in all aspects. I mean, you know, you just had uh, a granddaughter yourself. Uh, nurses are yes. so important when you eat, when you have a baby as well. Absolutely, because she had her own room. And the nurse, you know, it's funny you bring that up, Steve, but the doctor was uh, on another call and he went to his station. The nurse had to prep her because little Dakota was on the way. Like, it was a, I don't know which part, <laughs> allegedly, was coming out. And the nurse, oh, I got it, no big deal. The doctor can come when he get ready. I'm ready. I'm certified. You know what I'm saying, that, now that's 100 and she was able to do everything. The doctor comes in, oh, well, you already did everything. Yes, <laughs> now you can come on in and take it from here. But these guys, these guys and girls are well prepped for anything can happen. I just feel bad for them because the depression they have to go through of seeing death every single day. I couldn't do it. And just like a real G, they go to work yep. and just save more lives than they're losing so i just appreciate these are the real heroes and they do not need capes and they do not jump up, up on buildings and all that and bullets bounce off them these are real people so we need to salute them. yeah national nurses day today again thank you to all the nurses uh thank listening so to the fan uh today and every day we do have uh, men nurses now i don't want people to think it's just um women nurses you well you i remember i had heard Leroy that that was going to be the occupation that David Bakhtiari was going to do had he not been a football player he was going to be a male nurse David Bakhtiari joins us now on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline is my source correct on that David you were going to be a nurse if not for being a football player not putting that hair in the bun I I, I gotta commend you that's a hell of a segue you really reached for it and uh, though it was a failed attempt I think we can all applaud the effort Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate it. I try my best, David. Uh, I, I got to be honest. I don't know. I, I miss you, man. It's been a long time since we've uh -oh. talked to you. Always very hang entertaining. You're going to hang up. Always very entertaining when uh, David Bakhtiari comes on the show, the Packers left tackle here on the Wendy's Big Show. Set you up, David. On the fan. Well, no, I just, I, well, I just want to catch well, up and see, see what's going on. So I guess first things first, since we haven't talked forever, uh, we're going to go back to the, to the offseason before we even get to the draft. Uh, you were lobbying hard like you were the man's agent for Brian Bulaga to stay here uh, and then to see him leave, but to bring in a veteran and, and Rick Wagner, who is a Wisconsin native. Tell me uh, your emotions that that whole thing played out. I mean, obviously, first, you know, I'm going to miss Brian. Brian, great teammate, even better friend. Um, awesome having him around. Great locker room guy, you know, when he's out there. You know, he's one of the best right tackles. We've been doing it for a decade-long stretch. Um, so it's really hard to fill those type of shoes. And uh, I wish him and his family the best of luck. You know, regardless of how he's able to work out, it wasn't able to. And then both teams had to move on. Now, Ricky, I actually had the pleasure of training with him coming out in the 13 draft. And he talked about a Wisconsin, Wisconsin native who played at 
you played at Madison, and now it's back in Wisconsin. I think that's pretty cool. I know he's excited about that. We've had a couple conversations now, obviously, in this virtual off-season program, you know, be able to communicate a little more. It's exciting, but, I, you know, I won't ever try to compare. That's one thing that, you know, I'm sure um, when I get back, a lot of people are going to ask that. I'm, like, it's, I'm not going to be comparing the two guys, you know. Brian is who he is, and we have Ricky. That's plain and simple. You know, and all of a sudden it hit me. I started thinking about you, David, and the offensive line. I mean, it is kind of reshaped right in front of your face. I mean, you look at left guard for a minute. That was that was sitting. I mean, over at right tag. I mean, right guard T.J. Lane. Now Belaga's gone. I mean, you you've now kind of trained a lot of young guys coming in as being, I, I guess, a veteran on that offensive line now. Yeah, I mean, I'm for me, it's I. When I came in 13, I was the youngest guy, you know, really? being a rookie and also my age. And now uh, I'm still not the oldest by age, but I am the longest tenured uh, offensive lineman and Green Bay Packer offensive lineman. So uh, come a long way. I mean, the life cycle, um, I, I've, I've been through, like what you said, the change. Um, and uh, definitely – interesting but it's a, it's it's a, it's a part of life it's a, it's a part of the NFL and it's it, it, at the end of the day you know it, it is a business so let me get to uh who does the cooking and uh preparing all the meals for you and your girl while y'all quarantine do y'all agree on what y'all eating I mean do you know what she like does she know what you like I mean you remember that time I asked you would you use her brush now this is quarantine have you used her brush or you got your own <laughs> Uh, you, you remember that question? <laughs> I didn't know we were going to be quarantining, but <laughs> it's, it's the kind of stuff when you're with somebody for so long, because a good friend of mine, he is quarantining separate from his wife because she's a nurse, and it's been hard on him. He said he never understood how to take care of himself, so she's been talking to him on FaceTime and on Zoom how to do things. So have you been taking care of yourself good time? Yeah, I mean, we've been... Um, just quarantined out here in California, Southern California. And, um, you know, food-wise, uh, I mean, Frankie definitely does the majority. And, you know, I, I definitely do a switch-up. Uh, for us, uh, the last two I can think of was uh, yesterday. We did um, Taco Tuesday. We did, uh, you know, um, shredded chicken breast and ground meat, um, homemade guacamole. I mean, we had a lot of fun doing it. And, uh, I mean, Frankie can really cook. So she – you know, started having a little bit of fun and juiced up a bunch of passion fruit, uh, made a passion fruit, uh, just a little drink. And then she also made homemade margaritas without a margarita. Ooh. machine. So that was pretty impressive. Ooh. Well, let's, Ooh. let's do a little quiz in here. Uh, uh, do you know her <laughs> middle name? You don't have to say it, but do you know it? Of course. Okay. Now, uh, you'd be surprised guys don't know. And uh, you know her favorite food? Um, Yes, I do. I mean... Okay, okay. Now, do you yeah. know her favorite movie? What is this, Love Connection? What are we hey, doing? Man. Hey, hey, man. You catch your turn to ask questions? Oh. Do you know her favorite movie? I, 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 don't, I, don't think, I don't think I do because I don't know if she has one favorite movie. Okay, that's fine. That's a, that's a, that's a, do she know your favorite movie? Again, that's the same thing. I think that's where we, you know, we're in common. We both don't have favorite movies. We have favorite genres. I know y'all, millennials, old people like us, we have favorites because we did our top five movies. But well, the last you guys thing, only had like 15 movies to choose from. <laughs> See? Well, you were being nice to him, Leroy. Don't you regret that? No, he no, just took no. a shot at how old you are. 
no, that, that's okay, because I am old. It's okay, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. And, the, and the last thing, do you know her parents' middle names? No, I definitely don't know her parents' middle names. Okay, and the reason why I say that, that's when you, people are starting to get to know each other while they're quarantining, and these are some of the questions that I've been asking people. And you'll be shocked to know that people have been married for over 25 years and they don't know the answers to any of those questions. So I'm just putting it out there to just uh, kind of get to know your, uh, your, your better half out there, America. So I think, I, I think I'm most, most shocked that. that a lot of people don't know their um, significant other's middle name. I know I, I call Frankie by her middle name probably at least a fourth of the time. Right. See, I don't understand how a guy you could be married for somebody for that long and don't know your wife's middle name. Yeah, that that one that one's pretty shocking. Okay, good. I feel good about what you know. Now, hey, I do Dave, have a football let question. Get, let, me, let me get. Well, well you yeah, didn't know. Ask, ask it later when you show turn. You don't ran out of turns. Now, David, get, let's get to. <laughs> I didn't uh, know we had turns. What's up? Yeah, you you're done. Uh, what's up with? Yeah, you're, Thank you're done. Thank God. You're, you're done. Yeah, we, what the hell are you doing? I don't know what you. Y'all trying to trap this, this man. I'm trying to have Everybody fun. Everybody trying man. to trap Come nobody. You just yeah, yeah. Oh, go and get to hey, the trap uh, question, man. Go ahead. Let's get to the uh the the hot tub business with the towel around your head and that. What 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 was that about? I, I think I saw that on uh, the Packers Twitter Instagram. account. Was that a Packers Twitter account? I mean, or Instagram. Uh, what was so, it all about? Instagram. Yeah, so it was just welcoming uh, the first round yeah. pick um, right. to the team. At the time, I, I didn't know, and then I already had this idea of what I was going to do. So then, obviously, when I found out, then I just kind of ran with it. Definitely ad libbed. Yeah, because the the towel around the head kind of got me a little bit. Because I suppose I don't have any hair, so maybe that's right. Probably why. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely more acceptable when you have long hair, even if you're a guy. <laughs> Man, All right, Steve, let's go. Oh, nice, good. All right, let's talk about let's talk <laughs> about Jordan Love getting drafted by the Packers in the first round and, and them trading. Why do you go uh, talk about that because God knows you two aren't going to ask. So Jordan Love gets you guys straight up take Jordan Love. Gary was saying that, you know, it would have been nice if they would have texted Aaron Rodgers or done something to give him a heads up that they were about to take a quarterback there uh, in the first round. Not necessarily asking permission, just be like, hey, heads up, we're going to take Jordan Love here. You know, we'll talk, we can talk a little bit later, whatever the case may be. It doesn't appear that they did that. But as, you know, the starting left tackle on this team and one of the leaders uh, in the locker room, I would have to imagine you were as stunned as everybody else was when they made that pick. You know, for, for me uh, personally, I was most probably shocked the fact that they just traded up. I mean, the the pick, I, I, it doesn't, like, I'm not, I wasn't like flabbergasted at it, but I, I was more shocked of trading the pick, trading up and trading away picks to move up, uh, I don't know, what was it, six spots? Um, that That's where I would say I was more, more shocked about. But again, I mean, I, I'm not a GM, so uh, <laughs> I'm a left tackle. So it doesn't really matter what my opinion is. And anyone else, it doesn't matter what their opinions are. They're not the GM. Yeah, because I would think one of the biggest things to me, uh, that just, like you said, it moved up to get him. You're thinking everybody, they, they said it's the best receiver class in 25 years. And Gutekunst obviously did not feel that way. But, you know, if they're moving up, they're going to have to give him maybe that five-year option. A lot of these teams have not picked those up. So my question would be, are you, have you heard anything about maybe you getting an extension this year coming up? <laughs> and you can answer uh, that yeah, any way you want to. I, I wouldn't say anything. Oh, that means he got one, Garrett. That means he got a phone call and they talking. 
I'm just talking through the line. But no, seriously, seriously, I was just joking around. You had to know that Aaron Rodgers, because you know what Brett Favre said. Brett Favre said that he thinks, because he did speak to Aaron, he seemed to think that Aaron was disrespected, he won't finish his career, um, and just feel like Aaron just don't, I mean, just kind of, it was just painted a bad picture speaking for Aaron. And I don't, you don't have to disclose whether or not you talk to him or not, but do you think he's so disgruntled that he wouldn't come in and be a pro and not do his job? Or do you think he's one of these guys, hey, man, I may want to get a, get traded like Brett Favre did? No, I mean, I, I don't, I don't uh, see Aaron doing that at all. Um, and again, I think with all the speculation, everyone talking, yeah. Um, around about this. I think what's unfair, I think what we lose sight is, you know, let's not speak for someone and speculate for someone. Let's let them speak for themselves. And just because their timeline doesn't match where you, when you want to hear the information, that's, you know, uh, sorry, like, too bad. Like, whenever he does talk about it, whenever it does present itself, that's when you'll find out. So I think until then, I think it's unfair for anyone to speculate or to talk for him. I would agree with that. And just moving forward, I think you look at the draft and they took these three offensive linemen, John Runyon, Jake Hansen, and Simon Stepanik, I believe his name is. That's close. What, what do well you done. know about those? Huh? So very well done with the pronunciation. He went yeah, to thank you very much. Uh, and, and normally I'm not good at pronunciations, but – what, what, what do you know about any, any of those guys? I know Ryan, his dad, played for a long time, but it feel like these guys can play guard or tackle, and they're very versatile. Um, I, I don't I don't know too much about them. Um, they haven't even been a part of our virtual offseason yet. They're still in their rookie orientation phase. Yep. Um, but I, I did just get a chance just to give them a call, just kind of um, oh, congratulate nice. them, welcome them, and you know, kind of set an expectation, set a standard of uh, how this team is going to be. Um, but other than that, I mean, I don't have anything else to give to you other than, you know, this is building depth, you know, setting the core foundation for the core of your offense, which is the offensive line. Um, and, I mean, we'll see. Uh, shoot, you could be great with X's and O's on all these classes, but until I see you out in the field, I think uh, and I think TJ actually was saw this on Twitter, and it is pretty right. You can kind of tell pretty quick being a player who – who's got a chance and who doesn't. Whether it pans out is one thing, but, like, you can tell someone's got it or not. How, how, how long does it take you to figure out if an offensive lineman has it? Like, a couple practices or even sooner than that? I, yeah, I think, honestly, a couple practices. Like, uh, I, one, I have uh, Elton was one person that uh, comes to mind. Um, and and it's, it's not more of when they mess up. It's like when they do do well, because as a rookie, you're, you're, you're swimming. You're, it's like being a, being a toddler tossing the deep end for the first time. So your mind's racing everywhere and, all, and you're, you know, trying to figure out all the playbook and who to block and how to block and trying to appease, you know, the coaches with your certain technique. And, it's all, and then it's also like I have to let to do what I have to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can, when you do see them, when they do put it together for a couple plays or when they do do something against a talented player or I see that their instinct kicks in, they do something that's very savvy – Early on, I'm like, okay, that those are kind of like, those are kind of sensors for me. I'm like, oh, okay, this kid's kind of got, this kid's got a chance. And I remember Corey too, you know, when I, just in my second year, 
Um, I remember when he came in and I saw him do just even a couple individuals and even a couple just team reps. I'm like, yeah, this this guy can freaking play. And he ended up showing it. And I remember as us uh, as the offense line was um, set and we were kind of still, you know, thinking about who's going to be the center in 2014, um, uh, you know, we all were kind of saying, yeah, I mean, we wouldn't be shocked if Corey's the starter. He is Packers left tackle David Bakhtiari back on the big show today uh, and loving every minute of it here on AM 1250 and 105.7 FM, The Fan. Hey, uh, David, I got I caught a lot of smoke on um, uh, Twitter, which I don't care. When I say you should have been on the all-decade team. And then Clay Matthews, hey, man, he said, hey, listen, he kicked the door. Now he said he should have made it. He thought he should have made it. So my thing is we need to try to find a, a way to get Clay Matthews one more time. I know you we're not the GM. None of us are. But Clay Matthews, to me, was a gem for this team. And it would be great to see him finish his career as a, a Green Bay Packer. Uh, your thoughts on that? Uh, I think that you take the words right out of my mouth. Um, I trained with him during this, uh, even during this quarantine. Um, nice. When things were shut down, uh, I've had conversations with him. I think it would be a great match for both. But then again, I'm not the GM, so at the end of the day, my opinion doesn't matter, but I'm still entitled to my opinion. I would love for him to be back. Uh, He was a guy who took me underneath his wing before I was on the Packers and did in his own way, and he's a guy who will lead by example uh, every day through his work ethic. And while we're training, it's just – just rehash his old memories, you know, when I was working out with him. You know, he, him just pushing me and doing, like, what he does in his way. I'm, I said, man, I, I keep telling him, like, are you going to come back? He goes, it's not all my decision, man. Right, right. <laughs> but I, I, but I, would, I would love it. I, I truly so who, would. I mean, who has the better hair? Now, because I know y'all talked about it. So who has oh the better hair? Did we talk about uh, this already? I don't know, man. I just got to get it on the record just in case. I mean, this like, like, like one of us is going to get subbed. <laughs> David, uh, looking looking at this this Packers offense, and even looking at the draft, they, they got this kid AJ Dillon's a bigger back, um, and, and just looking at the offensive philosophy and looking at the tight end, is, is this offense evolving and, and changing sort of right in front of our face? Not not really what you guys did with Mike McCarthy, more so of this is kind of a, a, what Matt LaFleur would like to do, how he would like to proceed? I mean, I, I would think so, and, and I think that that makes sense. You're going to get the certain weapons that match what the offense and the, what the scheme asks. So, uh, I mean, now we can go into speculation. Maybe that's the reason why we didn't need to take a wide receiver because we're maybe not going to be using as many wide receivers. I mean, I, I, I don't know. But uh, what, I, what I do know is, at the end of the day, you know, we do have this offensive system and scheme, which is Matt, Matt LaFleur's. And then, obviously, the GM's job is to put the best players to fit that system and whatever he seems fit. He is Packers left tackle David Biakhtiari here on the Wendy's Big Show. David, as uh, – sorry, I screwed it up. Uh, here on the Wendy's Big Show. David, thanks so much for coming on, man. I appreciate it. Of course, hey, guys. Good luck. Rest of the way, buddy. Right. Take care. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. You betcha. Yeah, be Talk to you later. There he is, David Bakhtiari on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. As your passion outgrown your home, a Great Midwest Bank home renovation loan may give you the space it deserves. Visit greatmidwestbank.com today. Simply local lending since 1935. Just love David Bakhtiari. All right, we've got to take a quick time out because we're way behind, as always. 
Uh, and uh, we'll hear the thoughts of Gary and Leroy concerning what David Bakhtiari just had to say up next here on The Fan. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 